We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Friday night! Hi, Boomer Geo coming to you live from Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. So I saw Tiki and Tierney, a video that they posted yesterday where BT was bringing up the fact that if you lose out on Aaron Rodgers, if you're the Jets, do you try to sign Daniel Jones? Now, I disagree with that. I don't think that's something that would happen. I don't think he would go to the Jets. But I do find it interesting now that Tom Brady has retired and he was an option that we talked about for several other teams, that Daniel Jones now being an unrestricted free agent that other teams other than the Jets could very easily get into conversations with him and either drive up the price for the Giants or maybe make it so he can't say no to an offer. Now, many times we have talked about how it is very smart for Daniel Jones to stay with Brian Dable because this is the most success he's ever had. He is blossoming. He's probably going to get a contract that he has earned that's market value. Mike Kafka is still there right now. We'll see if he ends up leaving. Maybe he's the only guy who's going to take the Arizona job. Oh. He's even been interviewed for that yet. I'm not sure, but that seems like a disaster we can get into. But I do think there's a possibility that, you know, with the carousel that's going around, that there's a team that goes, hey, Daniel Jones is unrestricted free agent. Do we want to do something about that? Now, it doesn't mean he's going to leave. It doesn't mean that the Giants are going to let him walk. But it makes it more complicated for the Giants in signing him this offseason. They'll sign him. But, you know, well, he They're should probably sign stay. Him. They are going to sign him. Okay. So I, I, I know there's just conjecture out there and... There's still plenty of time as teams are making decisions as to who they're tagging and who they're not tagging. Um, you know, the interesting thing, when you think about the Chiefs and you think about the Eagles and you think about their running back situation and how much their running backs are making and how impactful all of their running backs are within both the passing game and the running game, it just tells you you don't need to spend the amount of money that Saquon Barkley wants. Oh, of course. I mean, and that's... Without a doubt. And if they offered him $12 million a year, like it was reported, and he said no to that, I mean, he probably should have taken that. I mean, the, the franchise tag is $10 million a year. Um, I, would have, I would have taken, if I were him, $12 million a year, but obviously I'm not him. But if you, you just said this about Tom Brady, and Tom Brady and Daniel Jones, not the same player. But Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch should call up Tom oh, Brady and yes. offer him the world to see if he wants to play. I mean, is there any chance that... You know, with the to, the guys they have on that roster, you know, Brock Purdy has got a six month rehab and was a rookie. A Trey Lance that missed the entire season and you don't know what the hell he is. 
Is there any chance that the San Francisco 49ers go, here's a free agent quarterback on the market that just won a playoff game with zero around him, and we've got the best roster around a quarterback out there, maybe us to the Philadelphia Eagles, that they would want to at least talk to him? I don't think so. No? Well, why not? I don't think so. Why wouldn't they? I, I don't see Daniel fitting in that offense. I just don't. I think Daniel needs to be right here with Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka, assuming that Mike Kafka doesn't get one of these jobs. Uh, that offense, you know, I could see Brady in that offense. You know, Aaron Rodgers has flourished in that offense. Um, you got to be highly accurate. You got to be, you know, you got to be able to, you know, process from one side to the next. There's not a lot of quarterback running in that offense. You know, that's part of Daniel's game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I could see Derek Carr going there. <clears throat> okay. I could definitely see that. And I think if I were Derek Carr, I'd try to do everything I could to get there. But don't you think, though, that because of Kyle Shanahan and the way that he draws up these offenses, I know people were like making fun of him, like, oh, yeah, offensive genius. Yeah, yeah, good job. You know, he lost four quarterbacks. I know, but, which is true. Some people are just like idiotic. Uh, I know, but uh, the guy's a great coach. He's a great offensive coach, and they they draft really well. And you know, he had a a rookie quarterback who was the last player selected in the draft led them to a seven and zero run until he got hurt against Philadelphia. Sure, but I mean, don't don't you think that most guys could fit into the San Francisco offense nope. because of the weapons that they have? Yeah, it's a weapon, yeah, but you, there's also, you know, you got to have the poise, you got to have the understanding, you got to be able to process things. I mean, there's a lot of things that are moving that are moving parts and not everybody well, I think Daniel could handle that. I mean, we, we understand his intelligence. Uh, I look, I'm telling you, he needs to stay here, play quarterback for the Giants and play with this coaching staff. You know, and by the way, you know, one of the things that, you know, Josh Allen has fallen into over the last two years are what? Interceptions. And, you know, maybe this year's interceptions had a lot to do with the fact that Brian Dayball was no longer his offensive coordinator. He was hurt, too. That's, you know, after that elbow injury, he did not look the same as he did earlier on in the season. And that could be a contributing factor, too. Could be. By the way, you want to know how much money the Eagles have, uh, committed on their salary cap to their three running backs right now? Okay, so... You have Gainwell? Right, Gainwell, you got Miles Sanders, you got Boston Scott. Right. (laughs) The three guys combined? Yeah, I would say... I'm looking at their cap Five million dollars? Less than that. Less than five million for three guys? Yep. What is it? 2.8 million. Wow. What about quarterbacks? Uh, Quarterback uh, for them... Is five point eight million. Wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So their defense, uh, they the offense and defense is pretty much split around ninety four million each. Special teams uh, looks like it's eight million. You know, I mean, you take a look at it. The offensive line makes the bulk of the money on offense, and the defensive line makes the bulk of the money, of course, uh, on. Uh, on defense, so eleven offensive linemen and twelve defensive linemen. Well, that's how you build a roster, isn't it? Yeah, but the point being is like their running back percentage of salary cap is one point two five percent. Now, all right, so that that's the Eagles. Let me go to let me go to the Kansas City Chiefs just to give everybody an idea of what these teams are doing and what they're spending it on. So the 
running back position, they, they basically have two running backs that are listed on their roster that count against their cap. $4.3 million combined. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you got a rookie in Pacheco who has been awesome for them. And Rutgers. Jared McKinnon. And McKinnon, who's been around, he's been a uh, veteran. The, the interesting was that they had Jones on the field against you know the kid that played for Tampa Bay. Right. On the field against the Bengals, and he got some run. Yeah. I mean, that's a great place to be a running back, isn't it? <laughs> well, you're not going to make a lot of money, that's for sure. But still, I mean, you're in a position to. I mean, if you have these great years because everybody's concerned about the passing game, maybe there's someone out there that'll pay you. See, like... Patrick Mahomes counts almost 21% of their salary cap. So that, that means other places you can't pay anything. If they're that able wide, to. How about wide receiver? Wide receiver, they have four wide receivers making $16 million. Come on. Well, that's why they had to get rid of Tyreek Hill right there, is the way that you described it. That's why they had to make that offseason move. And if they're able to win a Super Bowl after paying Patrick Mahomes or multiple Super Bowls after paying Patrick Mahomes, that really is a feat in this salary cap era with him being the highest paid quarterback. Well, they won five straight AFC home championship games. Five straight. And I don't see an end to that. Yeah. And if there is an end to it, maybe it would be Cincinnati or I don't. It has to be like the interesting thing is that Kansas City lost to both Buffalo and Cincinnati during the regular season. And, and and Kansas City still ended up with home field advantage. And it didn't really have anything to do with the game that was canceled, by the way. No. I mean, if they won. Right. There was a situation where the Bengals could have had home field, but it, it meant that the Kansas City had to lose along the way at some point. Right. And they did not. So they did truly earn the number one seed. Yeah, they, they took care of their own business. All right. Let's go to uh, Eddie in New Jersey. What's going on, Eddie? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? All right, hey, Eddie, what's happening, brother? So, Gio, I have to start, and it's very important. I'm a big fan of yours for a long time on the show. Okay, very thanks. important I get that out. Okay. But I do have to tell you one thing with this whole Hofstra yeah. bit going on, because I'm a very proud alumni. Okay. Class of 98. Yeah. Played hockey there. We were a club program, but a very good program boomer. And I've heard on numerous occasions when Hofstra comes up, you've kind of downplayed it. Downplayed the like basketball the program? No, you going to Hofstra like it's come up in the past. Hey, oh. you go to Hofstra? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll tell you, you right, know, you're, you're right. And I told them, and I'll, t and I'll let you, I'm not going to cut you off, but I, I told them last night, too, because they asked me, hey, did you come to a lot of basketball games when you were here? And I said, no, I was a commuter. And I was in and out, and I put my blinders on. And they said, did you work at the college radio station? I said, no, I didn't, because I was in and out, and I wanted to go back home, and I wanted to have an internship at WFAN. So the reason I've been wishy-washy on that is because that my experience was I got to get a degree, and I got to do it as quickly as I can. And I didn't hang around campus or have, like, a ton of pride there because I had spent three years as a music major up in Ithaca, and I transferred back to Hofstra to be a communications major, and I was trying to get school over with. So I, was, I wasn't like pom-pom Hofstra guy because I was trying to go there, commute, get the job done. So that that's the story. I respect that. I do. I, that, I, I respect that. Point in case, because Boomer called it out before, called you a front runner. I said, yeah. you know what? I, I agree. You know, I've been listening for sure. years and whatnot, you know. And, uh, well, if you get invited and you get, if you get it, there, I was, <laughs> was going to say, if you get invited and you're going to be treated like a VIP and you're going to get to sit sit on the bench with the team, I mean, you got to be a front runner. Yeah, right, of course. And, and, and Eddie. 100%. I, yes. just, I don't like, you know. 
fugazi stuff. You well, know what it's, I mean? But it's it's really here. <laughs> am I? Is it, it, it? It's not though, because the fact of the matter is, this all came about because I was telling Jerry I was jealous of him and Rutgers basketball and being a part of a team like that, and I hadn't been a part of a team like that since I was in Pittsburgh and I worked for Pitt football. Speedy Claxton sure. heard that. Speedy Claxton listens. Stephen Gorchoff reached out on behalf of Speedy Claxton and said, "Would you? I heard you what you said about Jerry. Would you like to come and join and be an assistant coach?" I said, "Absolutely." So it's not like I sat here and I was like, "I'm the biggest Hofstra basketball fan no, in the world." No, they should have invited me. I'm a big Hofstra guy. That would have been fugazi. I've been totally open <laughs> about my Hofstra experience. They wanted me there. Clearly, it's a I scratch your back, you scratch mine situation. I understand that. I get a cool experience I would never be able to get, and they get pub on this show, and that's the way that it worked out. So I'm not lying to you or mischaracterizing anything. Uh, that's that's the whole story. And, and, and Gio, I absolve you of everything I <laughs> Because uh, that's a great explanation, and it's just I've been listening for a long time. And I was like, wait a second. And you're right, though, because... The commuter versus the live-on-campus life is completely different. I lived there for four years. It was a wonderful experience. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, it was a time when Jay Wright took over the program. Awesome. So I watched him turn it around. Speedy was there for two of my years. It was great. And then there was the commuter side, exactly like you said. And it was like going to high school. You go, you go home, and that's it. So yeah. I get it. I, I'm good, man. All right, Eddie. All right, well, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, and it's like... I. I, I would call Gio out if he was a fraud. I mean, you've often spoke highly of your time at Hofstra, and you know, you obviously want them to do well. I want yeah. them to do well. I used to have my you know all star football game there. Yeah, absolutely. And I ran into a couple of people who talked to me about working on that game with you. Yeah. last night. Great people, really nice people, and it's a it's a great school, and it's right here in our own backyard. So why wouldn't you support it? It'd be, you know, I, I would never have a problem with that. Like. You take Salakata, a Ranger fan, to an Islander game, mm -hmm. and now he's sucking up to all the Islander fans and the Islander ownership and, yeah. and trolling everybody on Twitter and everything. You know, that that's Fugazi to me. That, I'm the biggest Ranger fan on this station! That's that's a big Fugazi thing right there. You know what I'm saying? You know that, totally. and I know that. Totally, yes. And everybody else knows it, too. Right, and he, and he, and he loves it. Right, sure, and he's having a lot of fun with it, which some people can't do, and I'm glad that he's having fun with it. But he was treated like like a celebrity in that box, and he fell right into it, and he could be bought, and he mentioned he could be bought, and it's true. Bleep the Rangers! Yeah. But I um, but I, I am a St. John's basketball fan. I've always been since I grew up because my mom went there, my uncles went there, and I was raised a St. John's basketball fan. Doesn't mean that I can't also support Hofstra, Speedy, Claxton, and where I went to school. So. Yeah, but you can't do the Islander Ranger thing. No, that's that. a totally different situation. Yeah. But John Ledecky, man, he is a sorcerer when it comes to making you love the Islanders. He can get in your head and he makes you love that team. He can sneak right in there, and he can get it done. Bleep the Rangers! Yes. <laughs> only, only the weak-minded. That man is... Only the, only the weak-minded. He knows how to make you love that team. And he does it right. <laughs> he is awesome. Come on, please. So, hey, come Stop. down to the team store. Would you like something? Yeah, right. Free stuff. Hey, a little picture. The, the Jedi here. mind tricks don't work on the strong-minded. That's oh, exactly oh, right. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Jim in Westchester. What's going on, Jim? Hey guys, what's up? Hey, Gio, I yep. just wanted to uh, to ask you why you didn't stay at Ithaca if you were there for three years as a music major, given the great communication school. Two reasons. One, guys, like one, I hated it up there. 
absolutely hated it. <laughs> I, I couldn't stand the place. It was freezing cold. I wanted to come home. I loved Long Island. That's the first one. The second one was I found out through Chris Carlin that it's very difficult to get a summer internship when you're not a local guy at WFAN. Because everybody tries to do the summer internship if you go to Ohio State, USC, all these places, Penn State, and then that's tough. The other internships, the winter, the spring, and the fall, if you're a local guy, you get in quicker. And that's where you see, like, the Hofstra guys, the St. John's guys, all those guys. So I wanted to come home so I could intern at WFAN and have a better chance of getting that internship. So those were the two reasons. Yeah, no, very, very, very fair. And uh, as an Ithaca College graduate who had a great experience, I get the weather thing for sure. 55 degrees, it was uh, tank tops and t-shirts, you know, tank tops and shorts up there. Yeah. That was summertime for Ithaca. (laughs) Right, exactly. And and I'm not, I don't want to knock anybody who had a great time there. I just, for me, it was not for me. And I tried to stay there as long as I could and hang on and finish, but I, I didn't. I wanted to come home. I mean, I was, call me whatever you want. I wanted to come home for those reasons because I loved Long Island. I didn't want to be away from Long Island. My family and friends were there. I was with a bunch of music geeks up there. didn't like that, and I wanted to come home, and I also wanted to intern here. And isn't that true, Eddie? Back at the time, like it was so difficult because you had, like, what? All those summer spots that went to all these kids that went all these other schools. And like if it was fall, it was winter, or it was spring, that's where all the local kids would get into the internship. Right. Instead of dealing with every school in the country, potentially, you're dealing with people within feasible driving distance. Right. And, and when I met Chris Carlin <laughs> at a Dave and Buster's <laughs> out in, where was that, Westbury? <laughs> I think Westbury. That was one of the things he told me. And and that stuck in my head. Well, and that's nice. He gave me Eddie's email, and I said I want to come. See, it all started with uh, Chris Carlin, and to see you guys standing out there, belly to belly, on on Hudson Street, getting ready to throw haymakers at each other, was was, was hilarious. All right, one more here because I already answered this question, but one more. Uh, what's going on, Mike in Vermont? Hello, Mike. Hey, good morning. I love your show, and I really love the Al and Jerry show. That's yeah. the only reason I listen to you guys. Oh, that's nice. Oh, Look that's at that. Well, thanks for it. hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, since you gra- did you graduate from Hofstra? Yeah, I have a degree from Hofstra. Well, I don't know. I'm just, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I mean, you aren't that tight, so I just thought I would ask. But since you did graduate, yeah. how many games have you been to since you graduated? And now that you're setting your ways... You know what I mean? You can yeah. do whatever you want. Now. Yeah, you zero time, is the right? answer. Last night was the first time. Absolutely yeah, wow. zero. Yep. Wow. Yeah. You're, you're, and what's the point you're, there? You're a bigger fake as Eddie the whole jockey guy. No, wait a second. How is that a fake? Did you just ex- did you not hear me explain the situation? I was invited oh, yeah, by them. But since you graduated, now that you've got time. That's what I asked you. He has about. no time. What he has no time. About? He's got two kids. He's got a Wait, job. Oh, he's got. Hey, I've got two kids. I've shoveled snow. It's four below zero. So I have to use my time to go to Hofstra basketball games? Huh? So I have to use that time, the free time, to go to Hofstra basketball games to satisfy what you think is a good fan or not? No, you're not a good fan. Oh, what are you talking First of all, did you not hear the explanation that I just gave before? I have been totally honest, Mike. I said, I grew up a St. John's fan. I am a St. John's fan. Hofstra, hold on. Hofstra, I've been honest. Hofstra invited me to go because I asked Jerry, I told Jerry Reck, I'm jealous of your Rutgers thing, and I like the team atmosphere. Stop talking for a second. And then 
Then they invited me and said, would you like to come and be a coach? And I said, yes. And we both get something out of it. I get a cool experience at Hofstra. They get me talking about Hofstra. And that's the way the world works. I'm not Al. I actually listen to your show. So then why are you giving me crap about it? You would handle this differently? Am I supposed to say to Hofstra, I'm sorry, Speedy Claxton, the guy who played in the NBA and who's a Hofstra legend. I'm not going to go to your game because... A-holes like Mike in Vermont are going to think that I'm a fraud? Is that what I'm supposed to say to that? And he hung up. I didn't, by the way. I didn't hang up on him. Am I supposed to answer that question like that? And when have I sat here and said that I was the biggest Oscar basketball fan in the world? They did a nice thing for me. I'm supporting them. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> That's only one person. It was people. two. The other guy called up too. Yeah, but, yeah, but you went through the conversation with him. And he was cool with what you said. Exactly. Like, because he's a reasonable person. Right. Don't, don't worry about it. And he goes, I'm not like Al who doesn't listen. <laughs> what, is that? what does that mean? <laughs> Al listens. <laughs> I know. I was like, what am I getting me involved for? <laughs> I mean, just because now I'm in crazy world now. <laughs> Guys, be honest with me. Did I explain that? Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. made sense. And by the way, the rational caller who was questioning you. He said, I absolve you. Yeah, I'm not pretending to be anything. I got yet. it. All right, don't get all upset about it. <laughs> it's a feel-good Friday, Yes, gee. it's supposed to be a feel-good Friday. Man, oh, don't man, let oh, man. your Friday get ruined like DA's has been ruined. <laughs> no, no, it's not going to be. DA ruined. ruined his own Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I saw DA actually taking one of Yousef's mops home. He was like, hey, you mind if I take this? I My mop's broken, so... <laughs> Just grab this, bring it home. Thank you. Uh, all right, it's Boomer and Geo on the fan at CBS Sports Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hi, Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Tom Izzo put together and just put out the video of Eddie going to the dentist. Uh, Eddie, the pitch jockey, going to the dentist at Danielle. The GoFundMe Danielle did a great job filming and sending to Tom. And he put it together with some music and some graphics. And it is hilarious. I'm going to tweet it out myself in a little bit. And my favorite part of the video is when the doctor says, does anything else hurt you, Eddie? And he goes, everything hurts. And the doctor says, everything hurts? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, everything. And then he's like, you know, Chris Collinsworth rode a donkey, too. <laughs> Saying this to the dentist. And he's just not, <laughs> not interested in the Chris Collinsworth donkey story. Uh, all right. We are late here because I was screaming at people the last segment. So... Uh, Jerry, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. My favorite uh, line was, unlike Al, I listened to the show. Yeah, well, it's weird. <laughs> surprising to me. I feel like Al's generally tuned into the program. Of course. What'd you buy on Amazon this morning, Al? Nothing, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, what do you have, Jerry? Plenty by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and buy Jackpocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jackpocket. One more time, I'll give you the Julian Love clip because I got a new Brandon Graham one for you. Here was Love on NFL Network talking about Nick Sirianni yesterday. He's a guy who really is doing a great job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster. Uh, uh, from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, what's your reaction as a player? And that guy's doing that. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's... Even for a free ride right now, you guys can coach this team. I don't know about that, but uh, you get his point to a certain extent. Brandon Graham, though, disagrees, and he's got a reason for it. Uh, you know what, man? You know, people always got something to say when they're at home, so they got some stuff to think about. <laughs> that is <laughs> very true. true. And they're the ones that sent them home, as we do know. So that's uh, from the Eagles' side. You got the, uh, the Chiefs getting set for this game next week in Phoenix as well. How about Patrick Mahomes and the ankle? Last time we saw him, he got through the championship game certain uh, shots on camera he didn't look so good how's the ankle doing i just was generally sore i think from the game and it was a physical game i mean my whole body was a little sore so uh i don't think i had any step backwards or anything like that i know like re-aggravation of the ankle um just uh the general the little bit of pain i had playing with it uh but other than that i feel like i'm in a good spot what's so funny there's nothing he said so da posted something about his show and has nothing to do with what we were talking about. Just like, it's like a, he says, Target Demo Friday. Yeah. Tell us where you're listening from because he's on a national network. So I see there's a, a lot of comments for one of uh -oh. DA's posts. Uh-oh. Yeah. And I was reading some of them. Yes. <laughs> and this one was the one I was laughing at. Because he's asking, where are you listening from? The guy says, I'm listening from my makeup chair before I go to my construction job, which is also not on television. <laughs> That's funny. That is great. Yeah. Uh, That's somebody that is tuned in, man. That is somebody that is tuned in. And there's others that are, are much nastier. Yeah. But this also made me laugh where... The guy says, here's your future makeup, and it's a man being turned into a clown. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's another one. That, <laughs> He's got the notes and everything. Yeah. So that was another one that made me chuckle. So I'm sorry, Jerry, for not paying attention to the Super Bowl audio. I don't matter. That's funny. But this was making me laugh. <laughs> well, at least we got deal a lot of uh, likes and non-likes yeah, or whatever. It's all about the interaction, they say, exactly. on social media. And he's getting it this morning. His show is web stream, though, is it not? It is, yeah. Right, so you can watch the video of it. Absolutely. He's on camera. Mm -hmm. But as the I construction mentioned... guy doesn't, he's not live streaming his <laughs> job, I would think. Right, but there's probably more people at that guy's construction job than are watching that live stream. <laughs> so, um, Tiki and Tierney are on that live stream, and they don't get makeup. You right, know? yeah. Uh, yeah, you're you're right. I understand. Okay. Yeah. It's a weird uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some thoughts in your head. The most um, you remember where you were when they happened. Oh, sports related. Let's go sports there. Sports related. Yeah, do, do that first. Okay. Uh, Red Sox coming back to beat the Yankees. Uh, the 2006 NLCS. Uh, the Piazza 9/11 home run. Sure. How about uh, Magic Johnson announcing he had HIV? Yeah, that's a good one. I do remember actually hearing that in the car yep. on the radio. I remember where I was when they announced Elvis passing away. Okay. That's I can not see sports, that. but no, that's good. Sports. I remember listening to Mike and Chris for the OJ verdict. Okay, I was on good the turnpike one. in traffic. I remember. I that. remember where I was when uh, OJ and Al Cowlings were driving down the highway. Sure. Me too. We were watching a Knicks playoff game. That's what I, I was, was doing at, with I my was friend. At, I was at a bachelor party watching a Knicks playoff game. Yep, yep. I bring it up because Sean O'Hara had this take on Tom Brady's retirement announcement. It seems a bit extreme to me, but here he was on NFL Network. This is a, a huge moment, not just for Tom Brady, not just for the NFL, but like for all of us. You know, look, uh, people remember where they were when JFK was assassinated. You remember where you were with 9-11. Can I tell you something, can I interview him real quick? He, his first start was a week after 9-11. That's how long ago he's been playing. I was, I came out the same year as him, 2000, and he's still playing. 23 years, that's a long time, but I, I'm going to remember this. Like, I'm going to remember who I'm, I'm with. Like, Kyle's going to remember he was in Vegas. I mean, that's that a little much. It's a bit much. 9-11 and the JFK yeah. assassination? I thought so. I love Sean, but I thought that was a little this strong. Is, this is a guy, too, who, like, they beat him. You know, Sean O'Hara. too. I mean, I thought that they didn't like him, and they loved the fact that they beat him, and now he's talking, he's putting in the same breath as the I JFK assassination? I think if any player retiring where I was that stunned, especially this, I wasn't. I mean, I was surprised to a certain point, but not... Like, it was life-changing. I mean, where, where were you? Man. Yeah, I was going to say, where were you when Barry Sanders... Uh, Retired. I don't remember that. I have no idea. <laughs> I remember being surprised. I have no idea where I was when I saw it or read it. No clue. I'm trying to think of anybody else that. Uh, Plus, it's his second retirement announcement. Yeah, that significance years. that would. Well, where were you when Mike Francesa retired? <laughs> Which time? <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. I don't remember, but I do remember where I was when Chris called up after he quit. Oh yeah, and listening to him cry on the phone. Yeah. I do remember that. I do too. I knew exactly. I was in the newsroom. Because I was doing the midday producing job eight to four, and it was happened. It happened then, right? Right so, at one o'clock, you put him on. Yep. Yeah. So I was I was in the newsroom for that. I also remember when he announced he was coming back, and CMB was moving. I was that happened during the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I remember Boomer looking down at his phone, and he goes, "Well," and goes over the computer. And calls up Newsday, and it's like Mike Francesa coming back. And then we were just like totally stunned. Absolutely stunned. <laughs> and then after the show, we went back and talked to the higher ups, and we came out of the office. CMB was sitting there outside of the office. And uh, just, go f 
yourself. That was something. That yeah. was a moment. I remember that. Yeah. That's tough. But one. that's more personal to us. Like, True. What Sean O'Hara's talking about, he's got to be getting crushed for this, no? I, I would think so. Somebody was getting cr- Who was it yesterday? Oh, it was Anthony Recker was getting crushed. By Marcus Stroman, right? Yeah, and others, and Alex Manoa, who we talked about. I didn't think that that was that bad of a thing that he said. But this I thought people would crush Sean O'Hara for, and I haven't really seen that. But I guess Anthony Recker on MLB TV, you know, former Mets catcher who's done SNY work. Who's good. He goes, I love Alec Manoa. I think he's great. Love you, Alec. But you got to get in the gym and, you know, just get a little more dedicated. But I still love you. And then, like, it was basically like Mm. he called him the worst, the fattest man in America or something. (laughs) And then Anthony Recker's like, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Can I reach out to you per- uh, personally? I'm like, just stop. Just roll with it. You're never going to make it in this business if you're apologizing <laughs> to people personally about going, I love you. Just get in the gym. <laughs> get in the gym. Be more dedicated. That's right. exactly what he was saying. I mean, and Anthony Recker, by the way, is like really in shape. So yeah. yeah. It's not like me saying that. Like, this guy's got to get in the gym. I mean, look, look, at at, look at our guy, uh, Big Boy, coming back this year. He's lost like 35, 40 pounds. Makai Becton. Ah, there you no, go. No, no, no. For the Mets. Uh, oh, Vogelback. Uh, Vogelback. Oh. He looks different. He lost a lot of weight. He looks like me and G in the video, the CBS Sports <laughs> Network show from Atlanta. <laughs> but the point being is that, you know, different. maybe he's taking his health and he's going to take his career seriously. Real quick, um, opposing thoughts here. Three days apart, as Funhouse did post, Colin Cowherd on Aaron Rodgers to the Jets on January 24th. Like, I look at the Jets. Really good roster, desperate for a quarterback, and they're not paying any of their top five or six offensive players anything. He fits. Colin Cowher, January 27th, three days later on Rodgers to the Jets. This is why Aaron Rodgers doesn't fit. He's expensive. You'll have to make some decisions. He's prickly. He's semi-committed. He doesn't have any interest in working with young players and being a mentor and teaching them the game. Aaron Rodgers is a Hail Mary. (laughs) That's three days, not three months, not three weeks. We didn't play a season. Three days. Wow. You should run for office. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. Uh, very quickly, we're running out of time here. Knicks beat the Heat 106-104, 30 for R.J. Barrett. Julius Randle had 23-10. and 10. Randle named the Eastern Conference All-Star team. Jalen Brunson was not, which had a lot of people surprised, uh, and rightly so. Uh, you also had 54 from Giannis, and the Bucks went over the Clippers 20 in the fourth quarter. And your Hofstra team beat Towson 76-72. Thank you, Jerry. Yes, my Hofstra team that I coached last mm-hmm. night. That some people seem yes, to have a problem with. on the bench. With. On some the bench. Some people seem to have a problem with. Uh, all right. It was a great night, by the way. And yeah. uh, I got to thank some of, the like other, it. some of the other assistant coaches coming up uh, in a little bit. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. May I tell you, assistant coaches in college basketball and head coaches in college basketball are the most intense people in sports. There's no doubt about it. They are so into every single second of the game. It's like I can't imagine the stress of that. Like I just did it well, one night and I was totally stressed out. Which which makes college basketball what it is. It's it's really an enjoyable sport to go get entertained by, especially when you're you're into it. You know, we went to that Rutgers-Maryland game, and unfortunately, Maryland didn't play well that night. But when you watch Rutgers and you watch them at the rack and you watch, you feel the passion and the intensity, and then you watch the kids yeah, going for, you know, a little. They're probably out there for about 10 minutes, and then they rotate new kids in. But they're going for 10 minutes. They're going 100 miles an hour. Right, and these guys were just uh, awesome last night uh, from, obviously, Speedy Claxton to Tom Parada to Colin Curran to Mike DiPaoli, Serge Clement, Sean Smith, who I sat next to the entire time, Antoine Portley. They were awesome. It's All a little different guys. than going to an NBA game. Yes. Or they're just heaving up three-pointers, you know, from God knows where. So, of course, every time I have anything where I'm at a game or something, someone will come up to me and say, Boomer will remember me. I'm this person. Okay. Every single time. So this time I actually think there's a chance because he's got a unique name. So he came up, talked to me for a while. Awesome guy. Just awesome. Loves the show. Great person. Do you know a man... Named Terrapin Ted. <laughs> Boomer will know me. I know who he is. Okay, you do. I do. Okay, but you don't. You could, could you? I pick? No, I could not pick him out in the lineup. Okay, all right. That's going to devastate him. I'm sorry, Terrapin Ted, but I do know who you are. Okay, so you've heard of the legend yes, Terrapin yes, Ted. Yes, it's just that if he walked in here right now, you wouldn't go. Oh, oh, like, oh hey, Terrapin, Terrapin Ted. Ted. Right, exactly. Okay, all right, very good. I haven't seen Terrapin Ted in I don't know how long. <laughs> A while. Uh, okay, but I wanted to make sure that I ran that by him. Uh, Chris is in Brooklyn. What's going on, Chris? Good morning. Hey, Boomer Geo. Good morning. Happy Friday, fellas. How you doing? All right. Great, what's man. happening? Hey, hey, uh, Booms. So um, I called a couple weeks ago. Just wanted to check in on uh, those lady glasses. I thought they were great. I have a different call though today. It really has to do with Tom Brady kicking Greg Olson out of his seat. And um, did you know, Boom, in college, Greg Olson's nickname was G Reg. With the third leg, how about huh. that? G-Reg with the third leg. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. What, why do you think that is? 
I was trying to Google it. Yeah, I know. Why do you think it is? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, they don't really show his legs on the broadcast. You know, they usually show waist up. <clears throat> so I couldn't really tell if he actually has a third leg. Maybe, you know, if, if you can ask him next time you see him. I know you, all you guys in the business hang out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now we usually sit down around and just start talking about schweens and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, folks. All right, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. see you, Chris. He held on for a long time with that one. He did. You know, the best um, nickname for that that I had heard from a locker room was Pringle Can. I enjoyed that one. And there was... Oh, here we go. Well, I so mean, this was a pit football situation. Okay. So my man that I worked with on the broadcast, uh, Pat Bostic, former quarterback, he was the color guy, I was the sideline guy at the time, and he told me they used to call, I believe his name was Oderek Turner, they used to call him Pringle Can. Okay. And Darrell Revis, who played with this Oderek Turner, came in studio one day with us, and I had to ask him. I said, hey, the legend of Pringle Can, can you tell me about that? And he was, this was in a break, by the way. I didn't bring it up in the air. And he was on his phone, and he was texting. He looks up, he goes, dude, legit. <laughs> Darrell Revis. <laughs> Legit Pringle can. Uh, in other words, uh, in Al's parlance, he wasn't basic. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. You're basic. Uh, all right, let's go to Rob and Wantal. What's going on, Rob? Hey there, how are you? Great. Um, Boomer, how do quarterbacks get a play in from the coach in like five seconds and then pass it to the 10 other players in like five seconds? And how do those 10 other players know the play when the quarterback has to look at his wrist, read the play out? How do all the 10 players know where to line up, what the the hut call is, and all that stuff? You know they practice, right? Yeah, well, I mean, they have a lot of meetings. They have a lot of meetings there, Rob. And uh, they practice quite a bit. They have a ton of walkthroughs. And there is a coach-to-quarterback communication device where the coach talks into a microphone and that goes right into the helmet of the quarterback. The thing that's most disappointing for me to be to really be honest with you, yeah, I never wore one of those wristbands ever. I know it bothers you, and that bothers the hell out of me. And you know, and even Tom Brady wears the damn thing. I mean, like, why? You should know your offense inside and out, and you should be able to talk it, and you shouldn't have to read it off your wristband. Now, I understand maybe a young kid like a Brock Purdy or a Zach Wilson, I, I, and a lot of these things get very wordy. A lot of these. Uh, Plays get very wordy, but at the end of the day, you should be able to know your entire offense, personnel groups, formations, pass protections, runs, plus be able to identify the defenses. And so if you, a play is called, you can get out of the play by knowing who's on the field with you and what play you can adjust to or audible to. And the fact that they can't do it, what that shows me is that the coaches are trying to make it easy for the player. They just want the player to play. They don't want them to think. And to me, I think you've got to think and you've got to understand it. Like, like you've got to know it in your sleep so you can play with free and easy and you don't have all this cumbersome thought process in your mind. And maybe some of these guys just aren't smart enough. Let's go to Steve and Eastman Riches. Hello, Steve. Hey. What's up? What's up, hey, Stevie? Yo. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Mm -hmm. Hey, I love you guys. Listen, uh, Gio, yeah. I bring you up uh, going to Hofstra. That's a great. I went to Hofstra back in 94. 
These these phonies that are calling and saying they were crazy. The team stunk back then. They were they were nine and twenty and whatever. There was no fans going to the games. So these guys calling in. Yeah. Praising them, you know. I don't. I don't know what to say. Yeah, no. I appreciate you having my back there, Steve. And listen, you should be paying attention to the team now because they're in first place after winning last night, and then you had College of Charleston losing. So uh, start paying attention to them now. But yeah, I and mean, listen, Jay Wright, Tom Pacora, Speedy Claxton. They had some names where they turned sure it around, did. and right now, Speedy being the coach and his great coaching staff that he has, uh, they're doing some really, really. Great, great things that they stunk when I was here in 94. Well, they don't stink now. I can guarantee you that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.